Okay, yesterday we started talking about the mitzvah of Sfirat Omer, whether it's a mitzvah de Oraita, mitzvah de Rabbanan. We pointed out that nowadays it's a machloket between the Rambam and the Balei Atosvot. The Rambam would argue that nowadays it's a mitzvah de Oraita, the Balei Atosvot would argue that nowadays it's a mitzvah de Rabbanan. And the Suhana Rocha assumes that it's a mitzvah de Rabbanan. Talk about why, having to do with the Kedush of Yerushalayim. The Suhana Rocha quotes a, a, a fascinating Ravya. Ravya was one of the later Ashkenazi Rishonim. He has the following question. Which I guarantee I'm not the only rabbi who has this question. Now our practice is, and it's not just here, it's in most shuls, that either the rabbi or the chazan says Firat Omer first, and then everybody repeats afterwards. Kavachayim quotes that there were communities that they did the opposite. That the community said it first and then the rabbi. Now I'll tell you I like the second one better. Because I'm always anxious, like what if I get the date wrong? I'm saying it first, you're all rely- I don't know, I gotta check what day, I get confused. So let's say, I'd rather, you know, you guys do it first, and okay, you'll figure it out, fight it out amongst yourselves, I'll say later. But okay, so I have to check. But let's say you have the following situation. You started to say, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, and I think that tonight is 17. And I'm saying it, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Asher Kedishanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu, and I'm thinking last night we counted 17. And I say, okay, I'll see you at the Omer when we count 18. Meaning, I started the bracha thinking that tonight was 17. And I ended the bracha correctly that tonight is 18. Now, I didn't say anything. I just said, The words haven't changed. So is that good or not? Is that okay? Does the bracha work or not? And afterwards, I'll say, I'll say the right one. When I started the bracha, I thought it was 17. So the Rav Yaa points out this, the Gemara like that. So, so does the Gemara... So, but the Gemara talks about the following case. Let's say somebody's holding a cup of beer. But he thinks it's wine. So, He started, He's about to say, And he looks and he's like, Oh, Can he drink the beer or not? Meaning, when he started to say the bracha, He thought it was, And if you make on beer, I know it's Pesach, but you know, go with me. You make a Borei Priya Geffen on beer, loyatza, that's not good enough. So you made a, you thought to say Borei Priya Geffen, and he ended up saying, Shakol Nebedvar. Now, he, the words that came out of his mouth were all correct. He didn't say anything wrong. He said, the words that came out, Baruch Hadassim, Elokei Nebedvar, Shakol Nebedvar. But the beginning, he thought it was wine, and afterwards he realized it's beer, and he said Shakol. And so, how that, what exactly the Gemara's question is complicated, let's assume that that's the Gemara's question for a moment. The riff writes, he says, Yatsa. Why Yatsa? You don't have to repeat the bracha. Why? Because at the end of the day, Safek brachot lahakel. Brachot are only institutionally drabanan. Almost all brachot are institutionally drabanan. Certainly, Birkatan Nehenin. Before you eat food is a, is a, is going to be a mitzvah de rabanan. And so say, and there's a bracha. Safek brachot lahakel. Safek de rabanan lakula. You're allowed to be lenient. And you don't have to go back. So that's a little bit different. No, no, no. No, no, because... I, no, so, no, you're asking me... There's two questions here. Is it a bracha levatala? Did you violate a prohibition? And do you need to make another bracha for the food? Now, if you make adaman an apple, yetza, because the apple grows from the ground. But if you make hagefen on beer, you're not yetza. Meaning, I didn't say... You didn't think shahakol and then made gefen. You thought gefen and then shahakol. It works in that direction only. If you make a break for a geffen on beer, you gotta make another shako. That's why it's a question. 
So the Rav Yah says the same thing should apply here. The same thing should apply to Sfirat Omer. If you assume Sfirat Omer is Rabbanon like we do, so then it's okay. And if you hold like the Rambam that Sfirat Omer is Doraita, so then maybe you have a problem. The Rif was only lenient when it came to food because he held that Safek Brachot Lehakel, because Safek the because it's all on the level of the Rabbanan. But if you held it, Sirat Omer is the Araita, so then, so then, um, you have to go back and recount Sirat Omer. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Graz question. The Vilna Gaon says, what are you talking about? So I don't understand. When you have the, by the food, you thought to say the words, Baruch Hashem Elokeinu That was your plan, to say those words. And in the end, you change your mind to say, So you changed the plan. Yeah, but when Sfirat Omer, what did you plan to say? You planned to say, And what did you say? The bracha is the same, regardless of which day you're counting. Meaning the parallel to brachot doesn't make sense. By a bracha, you plan to say one thing and you change what you plan to say. By Svirat Omer, you plan to say the same bracha. You said the same bracha. The bracha is finished. You did the bracha. Leave me alone. The counting is separate from the bracha. That was Dr. Levinson's point. If I get up and say, it's not. Hayom shmona asar yom la'omer without a bracha, I fulfill the mitzvah. So leave me alone. What do you want from me already? Uh, so that depends how you read the Gemara. Fine, maybe. No, but here the bracha is the same bracha. You thought ha'etz it ended up ha'etz. Correct. So maybe that's it. Maybe that would be fine. So here, what's his point? So the Grab points out. Yeah, you have to look in the Ravya. Nobody looked in the Ravya. The Ravya again, one of these more obscure shonim. That the Ravya. So we have the practice that we say. It's two sentences. One's a bracha, and one's a statement. If you look in the Rav Yah, he says, no, no, no. The bracha is, He has it as one long line. And according to the Rav Yah, according to the Rav Yah, you were planning on saying X, and you said Y. That's very strange. We don't do that. We separate the two. There's the bracha, and then there's the counting. And that's important because practically speaking, they're two separate issues. You do, you, whether you say the bracha is one thing, but when you count, it's something else. If you count already, you fulfill the mitzvah without the bracha. The bracha is like a bonus. The bracha is a way to add kedushah to the words you're saying. But if you say, on the 18th day, Hayom Hayom Laomer, you fulfill the mitzvah. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Now you can't say a bracha anymore. Even the yeah, you can't say a bracha now. Because the bra- you already fulfilled the mitzvah. The bracha can only be said before you fulfill the mitzvah. Which is why, which is why during this period I have to use the 18th. Because now we're being Hashemashot a little bit. So if someone were to ask me, or you, tonight, what night of the Omer are we going to count today? So famously you have to say, yesterday we counted three. Right? Why? Because if I were to say tonight, the correct day, Hayom Shmanas Hayom Laomer, and it was accurate, I already fulfilled the mitzvah. So what? Good. Check in Shemaim, fulfilled the mitzvah. Yeah, great. But what about the bracha? I lost the bracha. Because once you fulfill the mitzvah, you can't go back to make the bracha. 
they're two separate things. In the Rav Yaz world, they're all big one mishmash. And that's why the Shulchan Aruch writes, that if you start saying the bracha, data de 17, you think it's the 17, and it turns out that it's no harm, no foul. As long as you said the right words, you plan to say al Svirat Omer, you said al Svirat Omer, yeah, the day that you had to say afterwards changed, but we assume um, that they're two separate entities, and therefore there's not much to worry about.